Hi, it's Shelley Flett, and I'm so excited that you're joining me to listen to the Dynamic Leader podcast. The podcast is centered around my book, The Dynamic Leader, and includes reading of the chapters, along with interviews with leaders in a number of different industries. If you haven't already done so, I encourage you to get yourself a copy of The Dynamic Leader, either online through booktopia.com or at any good bookstore. I'm passionate about creating the next generation of dynamic leaders and sharing tools and experiences that can completely transform an individual, a team, or a whole organization. I ask that you listen with curiosity and be open to taking on different perspectives. I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Dynamic Leader Podcast. I'm really excited to be here. My name is Shelley Flett. So those of you who aren't familiar with the podcast, I'm going to be reading chapters of my newly published book, The Dynamic Leader, and then I will be interviewing an expert and leader in a variety of different fields to get their feedback and input on all things leadership. So to kick the book off today, I am joined by the fabulous, the amazing, the sister of mine, Narelle Burke. Thank you, Narelle, for joining me today. Thank you, Shelley. Absolutely delighted to be here. Wonderful. So Narelle, I am asking you as a favour, as my sister and also as my mentor on all things leadership, to uh, kick off with actually reading the about the author section of the book. So I'm going to hand over to you and then we'll go back from there. About the author, Shelley Flett grew up on a farm in country Victoria with her parents and three siblings. She learnt to work hard and to never expect anything for nothing. When there was a job to be done, everyone rolled their sleeves up and got on with it. No questions asked. At school, Shelley really struggled with the way she was taught, finding theory and content difficult to absorb in the absence of context and real-life examples. She never understood how letters translated into mathematics, equations, such as 2x plus 8y with the brackets, or what the difference was between a noun and a verb, or why it even mattered. She rarely asked questions because the textbook responses she received still didn't make sense, and so she quickly formed the belief she was dumb. Shelley lowered her expectations of what life after school would look like and secured her first full-time role in the local cheese factory, figuring she would work her way up over time. What she discovered was her ability to learn and pick things up quickly once she understood the why and the context in which processes and theory were applied. So, while Shelley never went to university, she developed a hunger to learn and opted for TAFE and other short courses that included a high amount of experiential learning and context over theory and content. Now, as a speaker, facilitator, trainer and coach, Shelley has developed a reputation for her simplicity and ability to teach in a basic, uncomplicated way. She uses plain language and provides context, case studies and interactive discussion to ensure participants can apply their lessons back in the workplace. Her approach is simple but very effective. Shelley is a Master Practitioner in Neurolinguistic Programming NLP, holds a Diploma of Leadership Coaching and Mentoring a certificate for in business and personal coaching and a diploma of business management. 
She is DISC, Values Pendulum, and Greenbelt Six Sigma accredited, and also is an accredited coach through the International Coaching Federation, ICF. She lives in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne with her three children, Lewis, Riley, and Eva May, and her South African-born husband, Marcel. They have a ritual where they eat dinner every night at the table with a no electronics policy during this time to ensure they are completely present. Shelley isn't that interested in material possessions, but more in having fun. While her lifestyle may appear modest, it's full of adventure and excitement, and she wouldn't trade it for the world. Her happy places including riding her motorcycle, snow skiing with Marcel, visiting wineries, and getting outside with her kids. Thanks, Narelle, for uh, reading about the author. I think it's uh, quite fitting that my older sister would actually read about her younger sister as the author, but I was pretty amazing, you must admit, as a child, wasn't I? <laughs> so yes, you were, Shelley. Um, I think being a younger sister is always challenging because you're trying to find your own path and what you're doing. But yes, I thought you were pretty amazing as a child. And um, what do you think about the idea that I wasn't really an academic per se, given that you were almost a straight A student and really um, seemed to pick things up super quick and did go to university and continues to kind of follow the academic pathway? And I say academic when I, when I say that, I mean university, but um, what are your thoughts? We're so different in that way, but I guess we both have that insatiable um, you know, desire for learning. What are your thoughts? So I I was really humbled when I when I read your intro because I thought it was incredibly, um, I thought it was incredibly raw, and I actually didn't know you thought that. So it really surprised me. So I think sometimes when so I was the older sister. Um, I, I I found school um, relatively easy and could have done a lot more if I applied myself and I I don't think I was looking back to see how you were going at all I was trying to um, form my own path and so I was really surprised when I read that Um, and I think it it makes a lot of sense so when I look at our family I think we all learn in really different ways but I think we're all incredibly smart in our own ways and I think what what stood out for me was that the schooling system we went through just wasn't right for you. And when I look at the way you found your path and the way you pull really complicated stuff apart and pull it back together in a way that makes sense for me as well as others, I think it's I think it's amazing that you found your own path. So I think for other people out there, um, don't let school or university or academia label you. You just need to find your own path in terms of how you best learn um, and follow your passion in that space. So I'm really proud you did and wasn't aware that you felt that way. Thanks, Rel. And you know what? This is what older siblings do. For all of those older siblings out there, um, maybe now is a really good prompt and conversation to have with your younger sibling about what did you miss because you were busy looking forward and not looking back. Meanwhile, uh, us younger siblings in the race are struggling to catch up with you not knowing that you're not even looking for us. so <laughs> Sorry about that, Joe. <laughs> and, and what I'd love to just add in um, is, uh, and we'll talk to Narelle um, later on in the book, but I really just love having this conversation with my sister about the way things were when we were kids and the 
constant arguing that we used to have over who got it harder and I always <laughs> and still maintain that my upbringing was harder than yours so do you have a rebuttal at this point Narelle? I oh gosh yes um so I I think um I think it's tough being an older older sibling so and it, and it relates to the book in some ways because I think um, being an older sibling is such an important leadership role. You're a role model, you're out there, you're finding your own path with your mum and dad and what boundaries you can set. Um, and I think you pave the path for your siblings coming through rightly or wrongly. Um, and I think it is a really, really tough role to play. I really do. I'll give you that, <laughs> just that one. But at the same time, um, I think you take on a different role with your siblings, which is one of um, you're not a parent, but you're in charge and you're just trying to make things um, work as best you can, but you may not always be paying attention to the details. So when I talk to you and our other sister and brother, your recollections of your childhood is very different to mine. And I think that's another important leadership lesson is your lens of the world is very different to others um, and your experiences are different, um, even if you're at the same place at the same time. So I, I, it is a good conversation to have. I still think I had it harder. <laughs> I, I, may, I may concede at some point. I do actually see that with my eldest, Lewis, who we continue to refer to as the prototype and, you know, talk to him about this is our first time at parenting uh, with you and so all those experiences are new and I think that in itself as a parent now um, is a really interesting realization that what I how how Marcel and I parent with Lewis is very different to how we parent with the other kids and I think relating that back to leadership how we lead for the first time will not be how we lead thereafter and we really are just paving the way the first time and experiencing everything new um, and I think we probably need to give each other a little bit of a break when we do that. Um, that, you know, there is no right way to lead. This is, um, you know, the dynamic leader, as you'll hear, is just a different perspective and a, a different option and, you know, possibility for people to follow, but is by no means um, finite and, um, and can be adapted the same way as parenting can. So, um, but thanks for um, sharing a little bit about um, the author, Narelle, I'm going to um, go into the introduction shortly and we will then have another conversation uh, in a few moments. Thanks, Shelley. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dynamic Leader Podcast. I hope you found some value in it. My biggest mantra in life is to pay it forward. As a leader, you have your own unique experience and this could make a huge difference to someone else. So I encourage you to tell your leadership story, your failures and your successes, along with what you've learned along the way. Let's make the leadership playground safe enough for leaders to fall and get back up again. By the way, if you have a leadership story that is worth telling, I'd love to hear from you and even have you on one of my podcasts. So drop me a note and let's have a conversation. Thanks so much for listening.